Hello and welcome to PGS Sunday, Sunday. Neither. That's... <laughs> Parental Is guidance it... suggested. I mean, are were we using up so much time telling... <laughs> The title of our podcast. I just wanted to say. We're just like now. Now it's down to forty nine minutes and thirty seconds instead of being fifty one minutes. I felt it was punchier as instead of a period in between each on PGS. I felt like it was an exclamation point, or as they used to say, the Gahuka Gamu said, P G S. I just laid some knowledge on you. I, I'm still thinking that. <laughs> It's like saying the the abbreviation for something after you've said the full word. I'm just like now you've taken more time than it would have said to I just know. say it and and then move along. It's it's like having to explain the acronym. Like, me Jane, me me, me Tarzan. All right, there, there we, we go. go. So uh, even though you may have heard me say Adam's seen Crazy Rich Asians, only one of the biggest movies the past six weeks, he hasn't. Two. To note, and again, I, I'm just saying, I, I do not think I was the demographic that Still. that was intended for this film. Whatever. However, if you will look at the second week fall off for this movie, evidently it was everyone else, apparently in the United States, like had the fourth smallest fall off for any film ever. Well, I mean, I guess like in recorded history, maybe maybe there were some Nickelodeons back in the day maybe. That, that had a better second weekend. Avatar had like one percent fall off. Uh, Six Sense had like a three percent. I think The Fugitive had five percent. This film fell off like six point three percent. And if you if you don't know anything about second weekend drop off, traditionally, you're looking at at least a fifty percent. Drop off, like and if your movie, normal. if your movie opens to thirty million dollars, your second weekend, you're probably going to make somewhere between fifteen and seventeen, unless you just have terrible word of mouth, like everybody's just like, don't see this, uh, like the uh, the two thousand four Incredible Hulk had an awful second weekend, like it was almost like and sixty that was, or seventy um, percent. Was... Eric Bana, yeah. Ang Lee, right? Um, but like this is on the other side of that spectrum. Like it didn't have an opening weekend, like say Avatar, and I don't think Crazy Rich Asians is going to make it to two point seven billion dollars. But there it are didn't... a lot of. Never mind. I, I know what you're about to say. <laughs> I know. Somehow you... it will come out wrong. Yeah, I think it's best that we just we leave that one. <laughs> the alone. demo's there worldwide. Yes. yes, it is a apparently a multi quadrant film. There we go. That's yeah, nice. You, you see me steer that one out of the ditch? Yes, I did. Go. So, yeah. I mean, there... honestly, that that and The Meg, the two movies that you asked me to go see that not. are actually doing smashingly. Like, <laughs> Meg, Without your help. Meg just passed up, uh, I think, the $100 million mark. Hmm. Like, it's people are having fun with it. And like I said, Crazy Rich Asians is putting up some just ridiculous, like, numbers and statistics. I, however, decided to go with Happy Time Murders. Only because he couldn't find that Kevin Spacey movie that the Billionaire Boys Club that no one else has Evidently, seen. Evidently, like, well, it's only in, what, 10 cities? Yeah, and so, like, only one person per city, like, went to see. So it's not like it was expanding nationwide. If that had been in a reasonable distance, I know you would have driven to see that. I would. Really, they'd just be like Cookville. That's... That's that's, where the, that's the demographic we haven't hit, guys. We can pull this thing out. It's we won't have a hundred and twenty six dollar weekend, <laughs> but we can have a I don't know a fifty seven dollar sure second, second why not anybody anybody. So you Crickets? saw 
what was the equivalent of the Billionaire Boys Club, you saw the Happy Town Murders. Happy Time. Happy Time. Not Happy Town. What did I think was Happy Town? Happy Town. Happy Town. Happy Time. Now, I perused a review that said the trailer was so good. The the trailer and and I I know I laughed at the I trailer. I want to I want to preface this with saying that the the film is not devoid of any kind of entertainment value. Like Melissa McCarthy, Joel McHale, um, Maya Rudolph, like those people are funny. You have some genuinely talented people, but this material does not elevate them. What <laughs> what I felt what I felt like I was watching was who framed Roger Rabbit as done through the prism of Howard the Duck. Ooh. Like it's wow. it's it is a it's not quite a noir piece like Who Framed Roger Rabbit was, but you have like these blending of different worlds. In Roger Rabbit's case, it was mm-hmm. cartoons and like kind of hard-boiled like detective novels. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, you have puppets, um, but they're interacting in the real world. Uh, one of them was previously a detective for... Um, there, there's a lot of story involved here that it, it, honestly... It won't be worth your time if I if I tell you all of it. Melissa McCarthy and the puppet were they were they were partners at one point, mm-hmm. and now they're not. And the city um, doesn't care for puppets. They they are second class citizens. Like mm-hmm. they make offensive like statements of. There there was a way to do this movie properly. So this had the potential to be hilarious. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like okay. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Great that, movie. That was the correct way to do it. Like, it not only was it an interesting and at that point, like, had not been done before having the interaction between cartoons and humans on quite that mm-hmm. level. You also had the partici- pr- participation of Warner Brothers, That's Disney, right. um, Bugs Bunny, and uh, Mickey Mouse appeared together. Like, you had this ridiculously talented cast. You had Robert Zemeckis, mm-hmm. director of Forrest Gump, a content, like, Back to the Future. You, you, you had just... The the talent pool of this ran deep, and then you have then then film. you have Happy Time Murders, which on the surface does not seem like it is devoid of any. You have Brian Henson directing it, that is and the it's son of Jim Henson. That yes, that Henson. Mm-hmm. He um he, he directed knows his Muppets. He directed Muppet Christmas Carol, which is excellent. Honestly, is one of the best ad- adaptations of a Christmas Carol for real. Like, we're, and I we're not I, I know that sounds weird applying it to something that doesn't seem like it would carry that kind of gravitas. But you have Michael Caine in the movie. You you have the the Muppets before whatever has happened to them recently, like. <laughs> He he also did, I believe, um, Muppet Treasure Island. Another good he, one. He participated in Muppets from Space. Like he filled in with a lot of the characters after his father's passing. So mm-hmm. like, this guy knows puppetry and Muppetry. Is Muppetry a word? It is now. Okay. By the way, are these creatures? Uh, are they called Muppets in the context of the film? I don't think that they are allowed to call them. Okay. Muppets, I believe Disney actually... Uh, X-Made on the in, Muppet Man. In addition to like the X-Men, 20th Century Fox, Marvel, um, Pixar, everything that they own now, when they purchased um, the the Henson Company, I don't remember the specific like mm. incorporation it was called, um, I think the only thing they did not get in that were the Sesame Street characters, which 
the which PBS or some subsidiary involved with that, they maintain the rights to those characters. Mm-hmm. So they can't call them Muppets. And you've already got a shot against it, whereas in, like I said, Who Framed Roger Rabbit had the ability to use, like, Daffy Duck and Donald Duck famously appear in a scene together. I remember seeing that when it, as a kid. That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy cow. Like, that, that, that was Infinity War before Infinity War, like, happened right there. You have the aforementioned <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, Joel McHale, who is a talented and funny person. Melissa McCarthy has some of the greatest comic timing, mm-hmm. like, of any com- comedian, like, actress, actor of, I would say, at least the She's last 30 funny. years. She's doing her best in this movie. They have been trying to get this film made since, I believe, 2008. So somebody really believed in it. Brian Henson did. Jim Henson's son. Again, there's talent to be had there. They can't use the Muppet name or the Muppet characters because Disney wisely um, kept their name and characters away from this. You've really seen all the best parts in the the preview. Now, I am... This is going to test us on our ability to use words sure, and to not use other words. But from what I have gathered regarding this film, the reason that it fails is it's basically the same one or two lowbrow jokes over and over. It is shock value after shock value after shock value for the joke. The the puppets are doing remarkably obscene things. And I mean... which would have been fine for a joke. Right. Like, I'm not, and, and it, that's why I wanted to preface it with saying, like, it's not that it's devoid of any kind of humor, but with the pedigree that you have from the cast mm-hmm. and the director that I mentioned, like, this is some guy that watched, like, The Muppets. So who wrote it? It's the, the, the gentleman's name escapes me. But it's one guy, it's not like a list of 15. I think there's two names on hmm. it. Like, and there was, uh, Melissa McCarthy apparently did some polish revision that was uncredited. Um, on it. Th- this is Jim Henson's son. So, like, I expect a little bit more from J- like seeing all of the stuff that he did. I mean, going Dark Crystal, um, mm-hmm. the the costumes and the the characters in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Like the Jim Henson Company, uh, Yoda did some remarkable things in mm-hmm. the late seventies and eighties, and. When you're using the Henson name, which he can because he is, he's, he is a Henson, he's Jim Henson's son, um, I, I just I expected a lot more. And from that cast, I expected a lot more. And you can you can see Melissa McCarthy trying to sell this material. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if anybody in this movie is working properly or, or this aspect of the film is working, it's Melissa McCarthy. Does she have any scenes with Joel McHale? She does. She has a, that seems amusing right there. Well, again, you're thinking Joel McHale, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. That should, like, it you, should be like You funny. have an idea in your head not, of how funny that should be. And like I said, it's just instead of doing something creative or fun, because it's a good concept. That's a funny concept, like a mature Muppet or puppet mm-hmm. like film. There's there's an idea to be had. You d- parlay that from the buddy cop movies, like make it a parody. But all right. it wants to do is it, it's got this club, and it's obscene humor. And the joke is the puppets are doing things that are obscene that should only be done in R-rated movies, and that's fine. Once, maybe twice, if like you've really got a good reason mm-hmm. to redo it. 
but not for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. And that's that's what the movie ends up becoming. Like, So basically, it rams it down your throat repeatedly. It just, it, we're puppets, and this we got an R rating. I, I did the Muppet movie, and now I, I can say dirty words and dirty things. That's... That's the movie. Okay. And I... So... Like, um, I, I, it's a good premise. It's a funny-sounding premise. But, like, it just... It decides to waste all of that and just try to go for something. You could do in literally any R-rated movie. Any mm-hmm. obscene R-rated... Like, like, okay, The Hangover does a lot of obscene things, but it does not... Okay. Well, I'm saying, like, within the context of that movie. I don't remember a lot of it. It's been also been 10 years. (laughs) That's right. The the Hangover makes a lot of jokes um, that would be very adult-themed or mature. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't do the same joke over and over and over. The the Hangover took what was a a solid premise, Mm -hmm. an interesting premise, and they run with it. The, The first one, at least. I'm not a fan of the second or third one. But the first Hangover is hysterical. Yeah. Like, it is a legitimately funny movie. Takes a premise, and it continues to spin interesting, original things out of that premise. And that's what this movie should have done, especially if it's going to be this labor of love that somebody has tried to get made for the past 10 years. Had Jamie Foxx attached at one point, Cameron Diaz. So, has there been any press from the stars from it? Because I have not been aware of a lot of, hey, Come see this. I I think they did some uh, test screenings for it. Or some of them probably saw um, a nearly like finalized cut of it, and they probably understood. (laughs) Distancing themselves? I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. Like, Joel McHale, I I have followed him for years. When he was on Talk Soup, um, when he was recently on... um, the Joe McHale show with Joe McHale. Well, yes. That, I love that. That Joel McHale. so upset He was on Santa Clarita Diet. Like, love it. Joel McHale is a funny man. Yes, Joel he McHale is. knows what's funny. And I guarantee you when he saw this movie, he probably knew that it wasn't funny. Now, a year or two from now, it'll be funny for him to say, remember when I made that awful decision? <laughs> well, honestly, I, I think it is going to go, like, because it wasn't like a, okay, The Postman. When Warner Brothers did that and Kevin Costner spent like $80 million of their money and didn't even break, I want to say, $10 million. And I don't mean opening weekend. I mean, I don't think it made that in its entire run. I mean, I'm not including like DVD and whatever sales in this, but like it lost money. And I'm not even including like the advertising for that. The Postman lost money for Warner Brothers. People still talk about that because they did. They received no return. Cutthroat Island for United Artists. Mm-hmm. Um, cost a hundred ten million dollars. Didn't I, I think it it crossed ten million dollars. So it lost, not including like I said any anything else. No no advertising anything. Just the cost of the film. United Artists lost a hundred million dollars on that movie. These movies are famous for the amount of money that they lost. This one I think cost like thirty five forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think anybody went bankrupt. With this one, and I think it's just going to slide into obscurity, and it's going to be a trivial pursuit question, mm. maybe something like that. It, I mean, on top of all, it's the worst opening for Melissa McCarthy, in with her in a starring yes, role. Yes, it is. So, if I were involved in this film and I received cash money for it, 
I would probably give a Michael Caine response if someone said, why'd you do that? It's like, because I wanted this lovely home. It's, I I mean. Really? the And I, I don't want to try to defame any of the actors that are in it. Because a, a lot of them, I, I, I have seen them. I know that they're funny. Uh, Fortune Feimster, like from mm-hmm. uh, Champions, Chelsea Lately and all that. She's also in it. Oh, she, okay. She has another little part in there. She is funny in it. Yes, she is. Is the film itself funny? No. Uh. It's just, it it thuds when it really should be like just hitting these home runs. But it but it doesn't. And I don't I don't know if that lays with the writer. I don't know if Henson was just out of his... His depth as a director, because I mean, most of his stuff has been very PG family family related mm-hmm. um, stuff of that nature. I think he participated in like Muppets Tonight or um, the recent. <clears throat> I don't know if he did the recent one on ABC. I loved that the the Muppet reboot, whichever I don't even know what it was called. I, I think loved it's just it. the Muppets. I freaking loved that, and it was canceled, and I'm still annoyed. I, I was a tremendous fan of the Muppet Show. The one the, like. I I I am very sad that the Muppets are not flourishing under Disney's direction. Like, yeah. and I don't think it's even Disney's fault with them because they've put them in what seemed like well positioned, like a Muppets Most Wanted. That was a funny movie. I liked it. Like you, Ricky Gervais, Tina Fey. That that right there is is almost a blueprint for ensuring comedy. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yet the film did maybe half the business. That um, I think was it the Muppet movie, mm. or just was it Muppet? I think I think it, it's just something very similar to like the Star Trek reboot, where it was oh, just. Yeah. Tra- I think it was just the Muppets. It wasn't okay. the Muppet movie. Um, I, do I don't. Me some I don't Muppets. know why they're not. They're not succeeding. I don't know if kids are used to CGI like creations. I don't know if like with the advent of Pixar things like that that like felt tipped socks with eyeballs on them are no longer maybe maybe that was generational for me Hmm. but for whatever reason disney has not been able to parlay their purchase of the muppets successfully now they they did show up in a pizza hut commercial which i will guarantee you is not what jim henson had in mind when sure when he Uh, created them you know i'll be honest i would rather go to muppet land than legoland i I I will t- I I love the Muppets. I love the mu- the Muppet movies. Kermit Muppets the Frog. Muppets mm-hmm. Take Manhattan. Like yep. I mean, and I'll even I'll even grant you like Muppet Treasure Island and um, Muppet uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. I think they're lesser Muppet movies. But I was a huge fan of these like pretty much all through my life. And seeing a child of Henson like just so you're really taking this movie personally oh my good like I, I'm like I watched every season of the Muppet Babies when it was on CB like I was bo- the the experience that some people had with Christopher Robin when they're just like oh I knew these characters mm-hmm. I grew up with these characters like this film just it hits me like it just pulls on the heartstring and makes so me so it cry. made you cry in a different way yes like I, this is this is Brian Henson, Jim Henson, like Jim Henson, the 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 storyteller. If you if you never watched that, was another Jim Henson production. Mm-hmm. I I just I ate like to my full as a child 
at the table of Jim Henson. So like, it's like they took all these great ideas, tossed them up in the air, and no good ones hit the ceiling. No, like they just kept throwing them at the wall, and like like a good booger, like maybe <laughs> one of them was going to stick, and they didn't. No. None of them. And like they put a talented cast on it. They put a guy that knows like the, the Muppets inside and out. I have a theory. There is a good version of this movie on the cutting room floor. No. And they just made all the wrong. No, no I don't. I, no. I, I just genuinely th- like it. It Instead of all the right moves, it was just all the wrong moves. I think I think Henson wanted to take it as far away from the 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 impetuous that he is known for. So it's like when a a a, a girl who's reasonable and has good grades and is a rational thinker goes out with the drug dealer. I okay, uh, Jesse Spano mm-hmm. on Saved by the Bell famously did a a NC seventeen rated film after Saved by the Bell was over, and I she did that in order to distance herself as far as she could from Saved by the Bell. Very very cookie cutter, very wholesome. Aired mm-hmm. on Saturday morning, like a, a, a and I don't know that even Mark Paul Gossler, who's probably the most famous to break out of that cast, is not still known as Zach Morris. Didn't Elizabeth Banks? Elizabeth? They're pretty much every... She's in some stripper thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. that's a, she, she did Showgirls yeah, with yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy that did Basic Instinct. Okay. Um, just a lot of... Probably the wrong decision for her to make, but she needed to erase Jesse Spano from mm-hmm. every... She that, That's what she wanted to do. Okay. And... I, I think in doing so, she she ran into like the wrong thing. Like Mark Paul Gossler, he's he's done like different kinds of like dramatic work. He's done action movies. He's done a lot of uh, uh, lawyer um, or law related stuff. I believe he was on uh, a season of NYPD Blue. Sure. I Mark Paul Gossler was running away from Zach Morris. He wasn't mm-hmm. like his hair wasn't like platinum blonde. He correctly ran away from that character. And I don't know that he ever fi- like got away from him, but he's had a successful career. Um, Unlike, let's say, Screech. W- wow. Um, yes. <sighs> I just Google Dustin Diamond. I don't. I don't want to go into all of it, but Dustin Diamond made probably worse decisions than uh, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley. Was that her name? That's the name I was Elizabeth Berkeley. She made some bad decisions. Screech or Dustin Diamond, as his name is. Actually, um, is. actually, made even worse decisions. Like, hmm. wow, just just wow. Well, okay. So you're saying don't run out to see Happy Time Murders in the theater. I I will t- like. Not only is it not essential, like <laughs> it it will probably almost bastardize your memory, especially when you know. How intimately, like the director was involved in the Muppet work in the last twenty years, twenty thirty years, like it, it just it sullies that in my mind to a certain degree. Like I don't mind taking things and putting a, I don't want to say adult spin because I think that that's the wrong adjective there, a more mature spin on things. Like mm-hmm. I've read I've read comic books that. I read as a child that I now read as an adult that you'll put a character, you'll put a writer like Garth Ennis or someone like that that has a very mature take on it, but it's not to the point that I think it sullies the source material 
or hurts my memory of those things. And this movie kind of punches me in the childhood. Wow. I'm like, I like it just, it sucker punches me in the childhood. And while I am gasping for my breath, it gives me a bloody nose. Okay. So, um, you didn't have a good time at the movie I, I really, no. and I wanted to. Like, you, like I said. If you'd just seen Crazy Rich Asians, but oh, you didn't. No, I, I was waiting for reasonable Whatever. rich Asians. Nope. Like, or reasonable nope. poor Asians. You, or... you made the wrong decision. Oh, wow. You made the Elizabeth Berkeley choice. I don't, I don't when like you getting stamped with that. But <laughs> okay, it's, maybe it's apt. It's apt. You know, you should have made the Sulu approach and like, seen. And Melissa McCarthy, she's a talent. I know. Go back and watch Bridesmaids. Holy Hilarious. cow. She is hysterical in that movie. Look at roughly anything Joel McHale has done. Hilarious. Go back and look at Maya Rudolph on Saturday Night Live. She is a gifted, gifted comedian. Mm-hmm. None of that is apparent in this movie. Maybe you get spurts of it, bursts of it. Okay. But for the most for the most part, it's an hour and a half that you can't get back. That is my husband's take on virtually any movie with Owen Wilson, with the exception of the Fantastic Mr. Fox, and Will Ferrell, with the exception of Megamind. That's the one he he's not a fan of, like Anchorman or... No. I'm going to assume Anchorman 2, probably not. No. Step Brothers. Oh, God, Is he no. not going to see Holmes and Watson when it comes out this Christmas? Because you bet I am. And you You're, see, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be showing up to that dressed as Sherlock Holmes. Like, I am in like Flint I, on that. I am all about Sherlock Holmes. Daddy's home. I, I, you and I discussed that. Yeah, but funny stuff. Will Ferrell is hysterical. He has three best of volumes from Saturday Night Live. Do you know how many other people have three best of volumes? He doesn't think he's funny. Now, here's the thing. For, um, I can, in some cases, I do genuinely agree with him. However... He's one of those guys that, that much like Adam Sandler, I just like them, and I like them on talk shows. Even if I don't care for what they produce, I like them, and I think they're funny people. Like, when he was doing the stuff for Anchorman 2, and he was showing up as Ron Berg, like, he wasn't going on promoting the movie as Will Ferrell, and, like, maybe maybe slipping into Ron. No, he was showing up. Dressed as Ron Burgundy, do I mean he was Andy yeah. Kaufman? Like yeah, in he these saw things, that not funny to him. So I don't anyway. And I and I will. I I did not find the Wedding Crashers funny in any way. I thought it was a ponderous waste of my time. I I think Vince Vaughn is a talented actor and comedian. I don't think I I didn't understand how that film did the <sighs> business that it. I did. know. Yeah, it's like. Maybe. If it would have turned like, you know, done like, you know, 50, 60 million dollars, I would have got that. I'd been like, okay, I'll give you that. Like, it ain't my it ain't my cup of tea, but it was somebody. But it made like 200 some odd uh-huh. million People dollars. People are talking about it like it's Animal House or something worth your time. And like, I mean, it has it has moments, but yeah. like I was just. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know. And I know you just like you and I judge people if they don't find Ghostbusters funny. There's clearly something wrong with them. Duh. If you, if you don't like Will Ferrell. Just saying. Now, Jim does like him on talk shows. That's strange. That he, but and and he thinks he Mega has, Mind is great. As do I. I was just rewatching Mega that's Mind. That's just that's odd the that that's spider. the movie he picks. Maybe it's because he can't see him. I don't know. It's some it's somehow like just it it's it's a block. It's a mental block for him. But as be. soon as he sees him, he's just like, ooh, <laughs> <they're feral." laughs> but oh 
Owen Wilson is above that. He really is agitated, except for um, his his Wes the Anderson dog thing. Marley is he is he a fan of Royal Tenenbaums? Oh no, like, he, no, no, no. So no. it's not even a Wes Anderson thing. It's mm. just you said what was it? Fantastic Mr. Fox was the only. Yeah, he has a very minor role, and again, that's probably can't see why. Him. It's, I think we figured it out. Okay, that's know. how that's how like we'll we'll get the. Uh, the pill in the uh, the dog food for Jim. <laughs> like we'll just be like, here, I need you to watch this movie. But by watch, I mean I want you to hear the audio, and we're going to do it exactly. With puppets. And you'll be like, this is exceptional. I'll be like, boo! Oh, be like, boom! I got you. That's Will Ferrell. That will be awesome. Okay, so a hard pass on Happy Time Murders. And... It is not. It is not a happy time. It and... is very. It feels like murder. And maybe Adam will see the movies he was supposed to see. We'll hey. see. <laughs> aren't, they, aren't they re-releasing 2001 A Space Odyssey? No, Back they into, not. No, I think they, they are. Not. It's the, no. yeah, it's like the... Oh, no, 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 no. They're doing an IMAX Even if they do, something? you oh. can't go see it. But, Hard oh. pass, Happy Time Murders, and um, go see why the Asians are crazy and rich and funny. I want to know. I want to know. I, I'll have okay. I don't. I don't think there's... I don't have a choice. Wouldn't it be hilarious if the crazy rich Asians and the storyline from The Meg converged... You mean and they did like a crossover movie? Like Crazy Rich Meg. Like for some reason, at the very end of the movie, the Meg attacks the Crazy Rich yes. Asians. <laughs> yeah, I think that's plausible. Okay. That, that's definitely what happens. <laughs> that's, I would see that. There's no reason why that shouldn't happen. <laughs> I would definitely see that. Okay, next week there'll be a new parental guidance suggested. And thank you for making us ever so popular. Not, not PGS! <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Let, let us never speak of that again. <laughs> I'm st- I'm still happy. You'll I pay it. for the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. <laughs> All right, now it's out of my system. Okay. I just, I get that out. <laughs> Thanks ever for listening. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.